0: Hello, mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Working Mama podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking with you about returning to the office post-COVID. COVID came upon us like a barrel of bricks that we never have expected. And it all happened so quickly about going from being in the office, thinking that we're doing life as we knew it in 2020, to suddenly we were at home, homeschooling, and living in isolation where we weren't really allowed to go out. We were only allowed to, you know, go for medical appointments. If it was urgent, go to the shops for urgent activities and allow one person into our homes. We were living through history and we still are. It's something that we likened the Spanish flu in 1919 to what we're going through now, 100 years later. So... Our kids and our grandkids are probably going to ask us what it was like to be living through this pandemic. My husband often says, We're living through history. So there's already been so much that's happened. Uh, Our lives have been turned upside down. And now, as we're starting to come out of this, we're at the beginning of the end, really, isn't it? But we're also now having an opportunity to reassess our lives. We often say that we're busy. But really, do we need to be as busy as what we are? Busy doesn't have to be this badge of honor. I think also these days now after isolation, being too busy is probably not a badge. It's maybe something to really reflect on and say, do I really need to be that busy? Is this the life that I want? So today I am going to talk with you about five things that can help you Prepare for returning back into the office and also post isolation, uh, allow you to really reflect on what you've liked, and and we'll deep dive into that a little bit more. This week, my husband has started returning to the office. uh, For the past two months, we've been at home, uh, working from home between the two of us. It has actually worked quite well, and I've enjoyed having him around. And so, this week, through consultation with his firm, they're doing a week on week off roster. Um, They're making sure they're social distancing and they've all got their own offices. So it makes things a little bit easier. But I have to say this morning as he was returning back into the office, he had to get out his suit. And also for us, it was a real bit of a a mental change about what it was going to be like. I know even in my own mind, it was, okay, my husband's going back. And even for myself was, okay, right. I can start a schedule again. I messaged friends of mine from mother's group and said, right, who wants to catch up? And we did at the park, we were social distancing, but we actually all agreed that we felt that we were alive again. And it was just these little simple steps that really brought us back. And for me, it was the mindset shift of my husband going back to work um, and not just living in our little bubble as what we have been for the last two months, really. Today's also, I'm recording this on Monday, the 25th of May. It's also our son's second birthday. So um, it is also a day where I did want to make it a little bit special. So it's one of those things that by getting into that routine has actually changed the mindset. So what I'm going to talk to you today, as I said, it's about returning to the workplace and our new normal. So five things. So number one, reflect on isolation, I think if we pause for a moment and actually understand where we've been and the journey that we've been through the last few months, as I said we're living through history so grab yourself a coffee cup of tea and if the kids are going back to school this week, enjoy some moment on time on your own but just have a moment to yourself to sit down and write yourself these three headings stop. Start and keep. And think about, uh, even as you're coming out of ISO, what do you stop wanting to do? What is it that you previously did, but now the thought of it going back to it is really greeting you? Put those ideas into the stop column. But then also then start column. What is it that you want to start doing post-isolation? I know for myself, it's actually start slowing down a bit. I think we were too busy and running our schedules crazily um, pre-isolation. And also, I actually want to put, start doing more exercise. Um, that's actually probably in my keep column. So the third one being keep. I want to keep exercising. Definitely exercise more, made more time for exercise and probably more time for my family. One of the best things I loved about isolation was actually going for family walks. Sometimes we'd finish work. My husband would finish work on, say, Monday or Friday at four o'clock we would go before the sun went down for a walk. My son, my husband and our dog go for a walk and it was brilliant. That filled my cup and I loved that family time. So reflect on what you've enjoyed during isolation, what you haven't enjoyed and write it down. There's something to say writing it down and getting that mental load off you and physically onto paper is actually really good. And even if you enjoy that practice, write a journal. Make journaling part of an activity every day or once a week, just to get those thoughts out of your mind. Number one, reflect on isolation and take it as an opportunity to reset. Number two is about reviewing your flexible work practices. I know a lot of people have enjoyed working from home, and flexible work uh, has many different facets to it. It's not just about working from home, and I've got a podcast coming up in a couple of weeks about uh, flexible work and with this as well, it's about that renegotiation, coming back in and renegotiating your flexible work practices. I've got a post on Instagram that I'll link to in the show notes around this, but flexible work and negotiating it isn't just about what's good for you. Think about your employer. I had also a podcast a couple of weeks ago with Catherine Brooks on this. So think about what are your employer needs? What's going to be your team needs? Or like, Or You have to be there at the 9am Monday morning meeting or Do you need to be there at five o'clock on a Tuesday night for a global call? Understand what the non-negotiables are, but then also then how you can meet your organisation halfway. So if you do that Monday 9am meeting, does that mean you can leave a little bit earlier on that particular day because you don't have any commitments after a certain time on a Monday, for example? Think about what it's in not only just for yourself, but also think about it from your employer perspective. And as I said, meet them halfway. Um, because that's all part of negotiation. You you can't just have one or the other. Um, it's got to also work for both parties. And, you know, if you've got to be in a meeting on a particular day, don't ask to work from home on that day. But if you know that there's one day that there's regularly no meetings, maybe that might be the day that you negotiate working from home and having slightly different hours. So understanding what your requirements are, having an initial conversation with your boss, seeing and just standing out them to see what they think. And then also then after that, putting in a formal request. And then from there, if they don't actually uh, want that, they have to come back to you within a certain time frame, And ideally from there, you can renegotiate. Um, it's about finding the middle ground. And there are certain allowances according to uh, fair work around what you are and aren't allowed. So understanding that, but also making sure it meets both of you, uh, both yourself and the organisation and also your family. So, don't just try and put your routine into place before speaking with your employer. And number three, as well, is about planning. I know there will be a lot of us that will have anxieties about returning to work. Um, so, also mentally preparing yourselves, planning to work. If you travel in uh, usually via public transport, planning and also mentally even doing that trip to work. If there's going to be more people on the train, what does that mean? Will you have to go in earlier, go in later, change your start and finish times around those? Or is there parking available or going to be uh, made available by your, your organization? Certainly as well, planning at home, You know, what's that going to mean? Um, what adjustments may need to make? Because we've all got into this isolation routine. And so now we need to go back into a new routine. But I think definitely planning mentally, uh, as I said, around your travel to work. I work both in the suburbs as well as um, in the city and I'm thinking, okay, getting to the two different destinations is actually going to require two different bits of planning and definitely around the mental preparation of that as well. And number four is around routine and schedules. As I said, we've all been living in the isolation routine where we, some of us have stuck to a very similar routine, others may be in a little bit more laser fair. Um, And actually enjoyed a bit of a sleep in. And you know what? I've been in probably that laser fair of just a small little bit of sleep in because we don't have to get up and do the mad rush in the morning to be able to do the commute to work and and like all the other activities. Uh, We've been more focused on being able to then get our son to childcare. He has been later than what he has normally, but we've had that flexibility. Uh, So we, because of being working from home and, you know, five minutes from where our childcare is, but getting back into that routine and schedule, And as I said earlier, it's really that chance as well to reflect on what worked and what hasn't worked and what do you want for your new normal. Yeah, that schedule. Um, And also around the um, number four of routine and schedule, it's also about setting those boundaries. So if you found that work has encroached onto your life a little bit too much during isolation, uh, which I know with juggle of school and kids and life and everything else, it, it has been able to creep in a little bit. Make sure you go back to setting those boundaries um, about what work is, what family time is, and also make sure you're carving out some time for you, for some self-care. Because as you know, at the end of every podcast I do with guests, always ask them a bit about self-care. And I know that number five is going to be a big one for a lot of people, and rightly so. So number five for me is about actually understanding the office and being prepared for that because and asking your office what are they doing for example uh, understanding the access to the buildings Uh, what are they doing around social cleaning social distancing so cleaning social distancing how are they reintegrating everyone back into their workplaces Uh, these are all questions to ask your employer if they're not excuse me already been given back to you so are they doing a phased approach? I know my husband's firm, for example, are doing one week on, one week off. I've heard of uh, another organisation that have actually put people in two groups. So they're on three different uh, rotating rosters. Some organisations are doing one day on, one day off. For every organisation, it's probably going to be something else that works for them. That's also important that communication is key, again, during this phase, but also understanding how it's going to impact yourself. And you may need to clean your desk a little bit more because that's what makes you feel in control and we've had so much of our lives in the last few months feel so much out of control where uh, by understanding what your triggers are what you need to manage your own um, expectations and your own um, anxiety levels is really important so I know that there is that cleanliness factor of when we go back into the workplace so then it's just asking a couple of questions um, what's it going to be like in the kitchen? Are they going to have kitchens even open? Um, can you bring in food? Where are you going to store it? And you may choose to wear gloves um, in those areas. You may also choose to wear a mask. It's entirely up to you. And understanding how your organisation is going to work and their practices, um, even around meeting rooms. You may not feel, if it's a relatively small meeting room, of having so many people in the room, If there are re- requirements. But if you're not feeling comfortable on that, Um, you've got every right to actually call that out um, and actually make sure that you're feeling comfortable A to be back at work in the office and also then uh, the environments that you're in. So really understanding what you require going back into the office is going to be a big step for a lot of people. So even reflecting before you go back in, what is it that your own internal expectations are of your workplace? And if they're not being met, work out ways um, about how they can be met so you have an element of control in your workplace uh, when you return. It's going to be a big change for us. It already was when we went from, you know, pre-isolation into isolation into lockdown for an unknown period of time and as we're coming back out of it, it's a great opportunity to reassess the lives that we live, how quick they are, the routines that we have, the flexible work schedules and the office environment that we have. So just to recap, the five uh, components around just considerations around returning to work are, number one, reflecting on isolation, the stop, start, keep, old traditional method, but see what you can do to make your life what you want as you've had a chance to reflect. Number two was about negotiating flexible work and make it work for you. Number three is having a plan across homework and travel, Number four, routine and schedule. And number five, the office of understanding the safe distancing practices and also the cleaning schedules. So as we know that it's been quite a difficult period for a lot of people. Um, and as I put up on Instagram only in last week, before kids go back to school, let us take a moment to appreciate the women who've kept it all together. Mum, the teacher, mum, the cleaner, mum, the wife, mum, the cook, the mum, the parent, mum, the negotiator. Mum, the full time worker, Mum, the daughter, Mum, the PA, Mum, the snack provider. Mum, you have done an amazing job and take a big round of applause. You deserve a massive pat on the back. You've no doubt held it together within your family. And it's a whole other podcast episode about what we hope to change after COVID. So good luck and I hope the return to work and the office goes well for you. Love to hear your experiences. So feel free to reach out to me. Uh, through any of the communities, Working Mama community on both Facebook and Instagram and also on LinkedIn as well. So good luck, best wishes, and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favourite podcast catch-up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook and enjoying the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, mama is M-U-M-M-A, or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle, and I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. I'll be giving a shout out to select people that do so. So stay listening and you might be one of them. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.